Hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me for me to possibly narrate here on the channel, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. So if you have a personal true scary story that you'd like to share, please consider sending it my way. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. About 10 years ago, I almost lost my life while working at my first job. I was working night shifts at a fast food chain frying up chicken fingers. It was an hour from closing and there hadn't been any customers for a while. I thought about going to the bathroom to send a few texts to my girlfriend, but decided to finish organizing the boxes of fries in the freezer first. Since it was a slow night, I took my time and I spent about 5 minutes in the freezer. When I left the freezer, I saw the blur of a coworker as they dashed out of the rear kitchen door. I was alone in the kitchen wondering what happened until I saw puffs of black smoke. At first, I assumed it was coming from the fryers and I remember during training that there was an extinguisher in the lobby supply closet. When I got closer, I realized that the fryers weren't the source of the smoke. The lobby had turned into a swirling vortex of black smoke. Some of it got in my face and had me choking. I ran for the rear exit, finding the rest of my coworkers outside panicking and looking for me. I found out later while I was in the freezer, a man wearing a hoodie and sunglasses walked into the lobby with a milk jug. Without saying a word to the cashier, this man poured the contents into the booth flicked a lighter, and then ran out of the building as the fire rapidly spread. I try not to think about what could have happened if I had went to the bathroom first that night. My name is Karen. I'm currently 34 years old, but I was 29 when this happened. I was with my 7-year-old daughter at Chick-fil-A. We would go there every weekend after school. We would always go and get some fries and a shake. My daughter would play at the playground and I would read or do some work. One day, a really strange man was there. He was wearing a dark hoodie and I couldn't see his face. He didn't order anything and he just sat at the table right across from mine. I was a little freaked out by this, but I just minded my own business and got back to work. After a while, I turned my head to look and see if he was still there. He was gone. I looked around to see if he was still there, and out of the corner of my eye, I could see that he was in the play place talking to my daughter. I panicked. I ran in there, and I could hear him talking about some cool toys in his truck. When he turned and saw me, he looked panicked. I yelled at him, and I told him to leave my daughter alone. He started to reach for her so I ran and jumped on him. When I got up, I could then see a worker on the phone with the police. I explained what happened. The man was then later arrested. After that happened, I couldn't sleep at all that night. This happened about nine years ago. I was 18 years old, and I had just graduated high school. I had just gotten a job at a fast food place. 
It was an easy and fun job at the time, because all people my age worked the afternoon shift. Well, fast forward to the end of 2013, and they had just fired my manager because she was stealing money out of the cash registers. They never really replaced her. They just brought other managers from other restaurants. So, one afternoon, they introduced us to this guy named John, and he was going to be managing the afternoon shifts. At first, he was a really cool guy. He wasn't really as strict as the other managers, and we all really liked him. Well, one night when we were all getting ready to close, one of my friends, let's call her Angela, was like, Hey, are you down to smoke before we leave? And I was like, sure. And John overheard, and he asked if he could smoke with us. We agreed. Angela had worked with him before, so she assured me that he was cool about it. So we were all just smoking, and my friend was Snapchatting us smoking. When John then asked if we would send him the video, he had also asked for my Snapchat name, so I gave it to him. Big fucking mistake. So after we all leave, I then get home, and he Snapchats me. Nothing creepy at first. He's just trying to get to know me, I guess. So I go into work, and he starts talking to me. He begins to start asking me why I didn't Snapchat him back last night. I just gave him a dirty look and was like, I fell asleep, sorry, and he then walks away. So later that night, he asked me what I was doing. I told him nothing. He asked me if I wanted to hang out, but I just said no. He then starts to bug me about it, but I just declined. He didn't say anything. So I get home and this dude had already sent me a Snapchat. I open it up and it says, You're beautiful, and I really like you. I then wrote him back, saying, Aren't you married? Don't send me shit like this. I then went to sleep, and he didn't reply back, just opened my snap. So the next day he was off, and I was working the drive-thru. He then pulls up to the window and says, What's up, baby? You like my new car? I was just like, dude... You gotta stop it with this bullshit. And he's then just laughing. Well, he comes inside and he goes to the manager's office and he calls me in there. He then begins to tell me then he can write me up for cussing at him. I just tell him I didn't give a fuck. Go ahead and do it. And I walk away. I really love it when you play hard to get. He says. I just look at him and roll my eyes. I was just so disgusted. There was also this other guy that was working there with me at the time. Let's call him Saul. Saul was just like, what the fuck was that about? And I just told him he didn't even want to know. John eventually leaves and he tells me he'll talk to me later. So he once again Snapchats me. And this motherfucker actually had the audacity to send me a picture of his dick. I completely had enough at this point and I totally went off on this sick fuck. I don't even remember what I said with how pissed off I was, but I also blocked him. Well, the next day, I was scheduled for a morning shift since I was covering for a coworker. The district manager actually showed up that day. Saul was also working, and he told me to go tell her what John had been doing. Well, I finally got the courage, and I told her everything, 
about him harassing me, sending the explicit photo, everything. She told me that she'll take care of it and did not worry anymore. I also had to write an incident report about the whole situation. About a week goes by and I don't see John anymore. The district manager comes in and then pulls me to the side. She then let me know that John had been fired immediately. I was so happy and relieved that he was finally gone. So yeah, John, I don't know what you're up to these days, but if you do happen to see me, stay the hell away from me. This story took place in Rockford, Illinois. This happened many years ago, but I still remember it like it was yesterday. I was around 13 years old, but the kind of 13-year-old that looks a lot older than she is. I'm a very small girl, being 5'1 and about 100 pounds, while my big brother is 6'3. Although he wasn't the type to work out, he was naturally broad-shouldered and just had a really big build. Now, this might seem like pointless information, but it'll make sense as I get into the story. Even though my big brother is a very big guy, he's a harmless teddy bear. Some may say that he's almost too nice. He's always been so kind that he wouldn't even defend himself in situations like this. On the other hand, though, I was the opposite. I was the protector of my family. It was like a switch would go off and I would make a grown man cry if I had to. I think I used to take my anger and pain out that way because thinking back, I still can't believe how intimidating I actually used to be. Anyways, we were on a road trip and passing through Illinois. It was about 10 o'clock at night and from the long drive, we were all getting hungry, tired and feeling anxious from being in the car all day. So we stopped at a McDonald's to stretch our legs a bit and eat something. My brother brought his laptop, and as we all sat down to eat, my brother was on his laptop and really, really focused reading whatever he was reading, not even hearing me speak to him. I noticed someone repeatedly then saying, Hey! Hey you! But thinking it wasn't toward us, I didn't look until I then heard a noise that you'd make when you call over a dog. I turned around and see a man staring right at me with the most sinister look you could possibly give anyone. He was a dark-skinned man, about five foot eight, very much built, had tattoos all over his body, shirtless, and seemed to be excessively sweating. This wasn't the kind of guy you'd want to mess with. I stared back at him, confused not really understanding why he was so mad and staring at me like this. So I just turn my head around and go back to eating. Then I hear him talking yet again, not sure what he's saying, but just mumbling. I think to myself, this guy must be on drugs or something. So I try not to pay attention to him, as he's not in his right state of mind. I jump up as I then hear a loud bang, like someone slamming their fist on a table, then screaming. Hey! The entire place then looks at him as he's now staring at my brother with that same sinister look, but now even more angrier than before. I look at my brother, but he has noise-canceling earphones in, 
and not even realizing what's currently happening. I say his name repeatedly to get his attention. Again, the guy loudly saying, Hey, I thought I told you to put away that computer. I'm now starting to get shaky. My brother takes off his earphones, and I then tell him in a stern voice to give me the laptop, that we need to put it away and stash it in the car. He looks at me annoyed, then asking, But why? Uh, because you're about to get mugged by the guy behind me. Now give me the laptop. I was then cut off by the guy. Give her the fucking laptop. You're pissing me off. The guy's now rubbing his face in anger. You don't listen. I'm gonna show you now. Now you're dead, motherfucker. The guy says in a horrifying angry tone. I immediately stand up and scream. What the fuck does it matter to you, man? Move it along. He's not even bothering you, so fuck off. My brother in complete fear is just stunned at this point and can't even talk. The guy runs right up to the table, then saying, Let's go, white boy. You done fucked with me too many times now. Your ass is mine. And then pulls out a small green kitchen knife. Honestly, I don't think it would have killed anyone, but just do a lot of damage. This is when my switch totally went off, though. I stand up and get right in the guy's face. How about you try it, motherfucker? I dare you. You will be the one dead here. Now back the fuck off. No one's scared of your pussy-ass knife. The guy now face-to-face with me is giving me death stares, literally filling each other's breaths and all, while my big brother is still in a state of shock. The guy is about to say something else, but I cut him off. Walk the fuck away, man. No one's scared of you. Bitch, I'm gonna knock the fuck out of you. He says. All of a sudden, he takes his belt off and starts swinging his belt buckle, again aiming at my brother, but he misses the first swing. Fight or flight instincts took over, and well, you guessed it. Fight one. There I was, a little shrimp compared to this man, but feeling like I was Dwayne Johnson, I jumped on this man, scratching, punching, and slapping him, while everyone in the McDonald's sadly just watches. Not intervening, not calling the police, literally doing absolutely nothing as this goes on. I guess the man was in shock and wasn't really expecting this from me, as he then just panics to get me off of him. He finally does, and swings his belt buckle with so much force, you can literally hear it whistle. It misses me. I'm not sure where they came from or who the hell they were, but these two boys run over, cursing the guy out. One of them pushed me out of the brawl, as I then began to throw punches at him. My heart broke as I watched them get hit by the buckle. I felt guilty and worried, and I told the boys to stop, and that it's over. Just walk away. I scream at the manager just watching to call the fucking police or they're gonna get killed. As I try to protect them from the hits, blood gets everywhere and there was non-stop screaming. It got to the point where everything felt like slow motion. I didn't know who they were, but my heart was breaking at the fact of them trying to defend me, a complete stranger. Angered, I threw a punch connecting to the guy's nose. I fall back and I can't even scream from the amount of pain I had, feeling like I broke every single bone in my hand. It must have been adrenaline at this point, 
I managed to finally take the guy down now, blood just pouring right out of my hand in his nose. He stood down, holding his face in pain, and fucking finally, the police show up. I broke down crying as the police questioned me, me asking them if the two boys who tried helping me are okay. Also, in case anyone was wondering where the hell my parents were during this whole messed up situation, they were both outside. My dad in a call, and my mom having a smoke. So yeah, they somehow missed this entire fucked up event. The guy ended up trying to fight the police, and he even got tased and ran out of the building. But I'm not really sure what happened afterwards. To whoever those two boys were that helped me, I'm so sorry I dragged you into my battle. I still feel guilt and worry in my heart for those two. I'm very thankful for them. Also, before anyone thinks my brother's a coward, he has a problem. I'm unsure of what it's called, but whenever he experiences something that catches him off guard, he goes into a state of shock, and it paralyzes him from speaking and moving. This has happened to him a few times in certain situations, and it's honestly very sad, and he doesn't realize what's happened until hours later, when it really hits him. We always talk about this and laugh at how he stood behind his little sister, but he also feels guilt as well about not doing anything and how he really wishes that he wouldn't freeze up like that. To anyone wondering, no, I'm not that person anymore. I do still get very protective over my family and my now kids, but would I stand up to someone like that again? Probably not. I've humbled myself a lot since then, and I've healed myself from a lot of anger, so I'd probably get my ass beaten senseless. But word of advice as I end this story, whether you're a man or woman, please carry a self-defense weapon with you at all times, and if anyone witnesses something like this, don't watch. Call the police. <laughs>